Hello and welcome to the final American Horror Story podcast for this season. It's season five. We're talking about the finale, of course, episode 512. Be our guest. In fact, you should be our guest in our podcast. Uh, I am your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. And yeah, I already said what we're talking about. <laughs> so as far as finales for... I, I've thought that the finales for most of the... I feel like that they've been a little lackluster. I thought this year, while it didn't tie up everything, it actually, and it, I, I, I don't even, I, I can't defend why I like the season finale as much as I did because it's totally not really consistent with the series. But I guess maybe Liz is the first kind of like mostly good character that's gotten a happy ending, and I'm kind of okay with that. And also Scarlet seemed like she got a happy ending, although I don't understand her life yeah. or her life's choices or how she defends them. Um, I don't yeah. know. What did, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like it was an afterthought, but they just um, gave us a Liz-heavy episode, so I don't hate it. It just wasn't... I don't think it was a good finale. I wonder if that's what saved... Um, I hate to say this, but we could use another episode to tie up some loose ends. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's what... Um, I wonder if that's what kind of saved Ryan. He's like, you know, everyone really likes his Liz character. I'm going to make, I'll come back from a break with just a bunch of shit revolving around Liz. And it carried the day. Yep. Because, like, I didn't really care about John. I didn't really care about the Countess by the time she fucked over Liz the way she did. I don't know. Right. Um, but there's a whole bunch of just hanging loose threads. So there's we'll talk that about to deal it, with. I'm, I'm almost wondering if there are as many as we're thinking. Uh, before we get into the main episode, I just want to m- uh, mention that while this is the last American Horror Story podcast we're doing for a while, uh, Sis and I are coming back for full coverage of the final season of Banshee on Cinemax. It's one of our favorite shows. It returns on January 29th, which is a Friday. It's got the old like X-Files slots, Friday night Ooh. slot. Uh, and we will be returning Monday, February 1st for our full featured coverage of it two days before my birthday so i'm pretty happy birthday to you guys (laughs) (laughs) pretty excited about all that um let's get on to the episode okay um we open on liz's face saying that she just wanted what was it she said she just wanted what was best or it was supposed to be a happy ending that's what she said and we see her throat getting slit from off screen by the countess's slicer finger and i was losing my shit i'm like really oh okay i'm strapping myself in for some misery here <laughs> yeah they just it's like ripping off the band-aid they just let us let us know what to expect just up front so some new guests enter and the we see that the hotel is under the management of iris and liz it's in full swing they've got um better attitudes 
which is great. There's no more Voltaire at the front desk, <laughs> and they're pouring champagne for them as they come in. The giving a shit, always a good idea when you're running a business. And these seem to be internet accommodation reviewers. So that's the thing for travel blogs. They're, they're, they're the Yelpers. Like. Let's let's be real. <laughs> um, so they show them up to a cleaned up, remodeled room. It looks really nice. Very mm-hmm. mid-century modern. Well, the hotel already was, but it's very clean and white now. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> reviewers admire the fancy Japanese toilet. Uh, then Sally shows I up. I want to use. That's one of my bucket list things. I want to use a fancy Japanese toilet at some point. Yeah, one that like sprays water onto your butthole. Yeah, <laughs> auto spray. Uh, Got programmable patterns and like cleanliness levels. Yeah, so Sally shows up and uh, kills the man by stabbing him with a needle full of heroin, and the woman escapes. And Will Drake grabs her at the end of the hotel and kills her, just like James Patrick Mark March did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Liz and Iris find them, and they're like, oh, no, not again. So this is a pattern now that they've been trying to have a newly run hotel. They still have Miss Evers, though. So mm-hmm. at least she's keeping the blood clean up. That's true. And they decide to call a meeting of all of the ghosts. That, I guess, like, if you want to talk about loose threads, one of the biggest loose threads in the whole series is how in the world are so many murders happening at one place? Like... Yeah. These travel people, I'm sure, told everyone, hey, we're booking into the Cortez. There's probably phone calls there. There's probably credit cards being processed. Uh, Preview blog saying we can't wait to stay at the Hotel Cortez this week. Yeah. And we'll do a review on Monday. And then you don't show up, and that's the latest. Like, that's that's the last of 200 people that were last known. I, I get it if it's just, like, street people and drug addicts and prostitutes and people that no one is looking for or missing anyway. Yeah. But when you're killing civilians and like even the the hipsters like somebody loved them. Yeah, unfortunately. And in a highly ironic way, but <laughs> still did. that's, you know, I but whatever. If this is this is a a but universe you know, in which people just go missing in LA. From what we see later in the episode, it looks like there's a parking lot right across the street from the Cortez where you can just get killed and drained of your blood. That's true. You'll find used heroin needles in the alleyway beside the hotel. That's true. Right. Lots and lots of people have died on the sidewalks just outside the hotel. Hmm. Okay. It's not in a great neighborhood. So at least they've got that going for them. But we're talking about like one single, like a four block square of L.A. has got a higher murder rate than fucking Gary, Indiana. Like it's yeah, it's concerning, I would think. So everyone gathers in the bar and Liz and Iris ask them to please stop killing everyone. Um, what did you think of the selection of ghosts that decided to show up? It got and the ones who didn't. Kind of disappointing. Yeah. Like, it's like a Johnny-come-lately ghost list. Yeah. Naomi Campbell didn't show up. Where is my great great big fat person that was staying in the tub? Like The water drowner, the hipsters. Yeah. Yeah. It's mentioned, but decided that they had better things to do. Well, that that makes makes sense. sense. (laughs) Who else are we missing? Um, I don't know. Another 150 people who didn't get a screen murder? Well, that's the other thing is, like, you, when you talk about how many people get murdered on a per cap, per annual basis at this place, like the ghost should just be like it. 
I, I, I think what's been cooler is like if there just been so many people that we didn't even recognize, and maybe we recognize a few faces out of the crowd, but like the lobby's full, the bar's full, the hallways are full. It's like standing room loan only. They have to have a PA system because yeah, I'd imagine that the hallways are just constantly people going in and out of rooms. Yeah, by and... violently murdering someone at the Cortez, unless they. I mean, even like, so it seems like if you're violently murdered to Cortez, you come back regardless because Liz, I guess she had something to live for and her kids or maybe the ghosts, but she was a content fool. I, I actually thought I that was going to be one of the twists at the end. They kill her and she, she just goes yeah. off. Yeah. Let's talk about that when we get there. And also, I guess the ghosts can choose whether they, like, they, they have to be stuck stuck <laughs> yeah. there, but they can choose. Some people like Sally would be grudgingly there forever. And some people like Tristan will just, you know, not hang out. And Donovan, unless unless the um, I don't know what the psychic's name is. Billy Jean Howard. Un- unless Billy Jean Howard can is bullshitting about Donovan because Donovan was there talking about his fucking pancakes and stuff. Yeah, and he died off premises. So yep. yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Are you starting to see the holes in your much beloved episode? Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess I'll forgive a lot if they get the if they get the emotional feels of my favorite characters right. <laughs> Take note, Walking Dead. Just, yeah. just, just, just nail the Carl and Rick, and, and so much will be forgiven. Sally and Will Drake have teamed up to become a nonstop murdering duo, dynamic murdering duo. And uh, JPM shows up and says, no, really, you should stop. This is for the best for the hotel. In 2026, this will become a historic landmark by virtue of the fact that it will be 100 years old. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, God, a time jump. You knew it was coming? Yeah. I didn't. It's I didn't a very specific it. date, but it wasn't so far in the future that they couldn't get away with it. And I'm right. like, oh, man. <laughs> and then when they did it and John's there and he hasn't aged a bit, like not even great at the temples. I'm like, oh, this is some slipshod bullshit Ryan Murphy work. Yeah. But I, maybe that's the thing. Like I kept on I kept on they kept on telegraphing how awful this episode could be. And it's only half as awful as I was expecting. So it's like, oh, Liz is going to be brutally murdered at her happiest point. Oh, but it's actually a surprise twist. Oh, they're going to do this flash forward. And oh, they're too lazy to put what's-his-face into any kind of gray makeup or make him look older. But oh, it turns out he's a ghost. I don't know. They're they're subverting my worst expectations. And you know what? Now that I think about it, Billie Jean Howard, when she comes back in the future... She's got to be at least 20 years out from Murder House when we first saw her character. Sure. She doesn't look different at all. Really? See, I didn't, that didn't bother me because I haven't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Keep reminding the fans. (laughs) Hey, I'm, I'm trying to be honest. Iris brings Sally champagne and she begins her campaign to get Sally to quit. Um, killing people. She's addicted to killing people. She's addicted to heroin. 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 <laughs> That's a new drug coming from uh, uh, Russia. So she brings her a new thing to be addicted to. The internet. Works for me. Uh, so she she picks up like a house on fire. Um, any issues with that? Mm, no, I, I thought that was... I... It was an iPad mini. I thought it was a phone, but it was just a really small tablet <laughs> no i could see a person like sally taking to the internet like a duck to water or whatever um liz said she did 
Yeah, I mean, she's got these really insightful picture posts of heroin needles and lipstick. And I mean, that's 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 the shit that would, would her, slay on I Instagram. I hate everyone's right? tweets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. And she's the she's the pretty girl, pretty sad girl on the Facebook that everybody's like, just have to paste, post something vaguely depressing, and everybody's like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, what's wrong, my angel baby? Oh, baby. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you have strong feelings about this. Yeah, I don't like what she's doing, but I think it's consistent with the character. So she becomes a hit, and she decides to give up heroin by tossing her little drug pouch into the same alley she died in. But it didn't make it onto the other property, so that drug, <laughs> that that that, that, that that heroin kit is going to come back and haunt everyone. <laughs> I can just see the an, it's it's an animatronic with the zipper as a mouth. Yeah. Why did you toss me like out, that? Sally? I thought we loved each other. Like Chris Parnell's progressive box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen those commercials? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, how is Sally getting heroin? How is she still addicted to heroin? It seems ghost? like inside the hotel you have like flesh and blood. You can have a corporal body if you want. You can have sex with a mortal. But why you would can... she continue to be addicted to heroin? That doesn't make sense. Why? How, how is she getting it? Who's uh... regularly bringing her heroin? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe she's someone stayed, who's she never had a phone. And just kind of like shakes her skanky ass and says, "I mean, isn't that what she did with the businessman?" Yeah. Well, I mean, getting someone she to have pretends... sex with you is different from just shaking drugs out of someone. Well, but say like, "Hey, I don't, I don't take money. I take, I take heroin, sailor." Wink. I bet it works. I bet it works like a champ. I think you, especially if you're, I think you've especially seen if you're, too many after school specials, that's you, not really how it works. If you're in a rough neighborhood in LA and you're expecting a certain class of prostitute and then out walks Sally, like I said, Sally is rough around the edges, but you compare her with the other uh, Johnettes that are walking around the the countryside uh-huh. in this particular hamlet, uh, I think she looks pretty good. You're still not answering my question. You're of like what? a politician stubbornly refusing. No, I'm not. I'm saying she lures men in with it, and they've got okay, heroin. Great. How do they get heroin? That's crazy. Yeah. I look. I that's everyone. That's the thing. Okay. Everyone says how easy it is to get drugs. I have no idea. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm driving around Cincinnati, and everything's like heroin task force. If you know a heroin dealer, report. And I'm like, I'm not saying that I like no heroin. But I'm kind of offended that I don't know where to get heroin. Uh, yeah. Like, like what's I wrong feel, with me? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm slightly less worldly. <laughs> like, if it's that easy to get, then surely somebody I know has got heroin or knows how to get it. And But I, I have no idea. I'm missing out. If you know how to get heroin, please email a.ron <laughs> <laughs> at baldmove.com. Uh, or send it to P.O. Box. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, stricken from the record, marked for edit, no. Uh, So Liz plies uh, Will Drake with drinks, and she starts her campaign to get him to stop murdering and have something to live for. And uh, she tells him that his business is tanking. He's been dead for a year, and she thinks that he should reinvent um, she also mentions here that Lachlan is off at the Thatcher school mm. for it's a boarding school for children. For wayward boys. Uh, turns out that Scarlett is attending that same school. Hmm. Do we have a plot for next season? There we go. Probably. Sure. I saw someone, I forget which 
review I was reading, but someone mentioned that uh, they'd like to see Lady Gaga in a really strict headmistress role. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. So Liz suggests that he reinvent his image using her. I think this is, is a great point. idea. It it reminded me of like all the rumors you'd hear every once in a while. It's like this, you know, Hollywood rumor that Johnny Carson, after he retired, would write jokes for David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Like he'd just send him in a, a a letter, and and then David read him like as part of his monologue. Yeah, and it kind of kept the legend of Johnny Carson alive, even though he, you know, he was famously a recluse. Like once he retired, he was ghost gone. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and I thought I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool that you could just have like I, I thought the way they were going to go before Liz volunteered, which of course she did. Um, was that he was going to just anonymously draw, send in drawings and revitalize, take the pressure off him. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, he's going to pose as Will Drake and Will Drake's missing and no one, and it's like the mis- mystery of it would right. all feed into it. Huh. But having Liz as the face of your line is not a bad way to go to. Yeah. What's not a good idea is to uh, want to become a Howard Hughes type. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so that, that would also... I mean, it's the way I could, of the future. Way of if the future. you had to, let me, let me, I'm gonna see if you had to put money on a celebrity going to Howard Hughes' direction in the next twenty to thirty years, who would you say it is? Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so I was gonna go Kanye West. Kanye. Okay. If Leonardo DiCaprio did it, it would be so weird. Someone give that man an he... Oscar already, or it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like, do I have to become Howard Hughes to get an Oscar? Because like, playing him didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see. That would be very a bizarre angle. How come when celebrities stay inside all day, they get a fun name like Recluse? Right. Or when I do it, I'm just lazy. Or and... a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm staying inside and playing video games all day. I'm going to become a recluse. Well, you need to, st- you need to step up your nice. game. You need to yeah. start wearing Kleenex boxes on your feet. You need to start collecting your urine in jars. And cease all personal care of your hair and nails. I and think, then you'll get there. I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of what makes a recluse. I think you're thinking of a hermit. Where? Crab. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's like Howard Hughes if he was just a recluse. I don't think he would. Like, no one no oh. one cared. I mean, everyone kind of was curious about Johnny Carson, but no one, like, you know. Yeah, I was thinking about Greta Garbo. Like, what a glamorous recluse she was. Uh. Probably. We'll never know. Okay, way off track. So Liz is the new CEO of Will Drake Enterprises, and she immediately fires the first dissenter. Sure. That's what you do. Yeah. Crack the whip. And one of the board members agrees to having seen him at the hotel. She's decided on the rule through fear rather than love. Just a snap decision. (laughs) And, you know, why not? If you can't love her, then you deserve it. Sure. So Liz... Decide. Okay, so I'm confused about how this came about. How a, a very private show in a very not very well known hotel mm-hmm. in a very shady part of town. Why having fashion shows here is such a good idea to revamp your image, but everyone keeps doing it, including using a very famous old black exploitation actress Ramona Royale. Yeah, and just having her be the centerpiece. I never and... even considered the fact that that would also be kind of weird. Yeah. Although I gotta say that, like, if Tina Turner disappeared for thirty years between the ages of like twenty something and fifty something, it wouldn't be that far off because Tina Turner looked fucking amazing in That's her fifties and sixties. This is true. And like, also Exhibit B, Angela Goddamn Bassett. <laughs> 
Like, so I would pay. It's like that would be kind of amazing, but amazing. And like, like so if Beyonce took off tomorrow and didn't show up for 20 years and she came back. I know. It's just settle down. (laughs) And she's going to come back in 20 years and she looks roughly like she does now. Uh No one would be like, oh, I don't. Everyone would be like, of course she does. Of fucking course she does. So maybe it's not as implausible as all that. And it certainly would be interesting and intriguing. That's fine. But she, I'm. My question is more of what was her story for disappearing to begin with? Did anyone? I think it would play better if she just didn't give one. Just I was gone and no, I'm no, no. back. I'm just saying like when she stopped showing up in movies, did anyone question why? Did she mm. have a, like a cover up murder story? I don't know. I mean, that stuff like I don't I when people go, I feel like when people disappear like that, it's like maybe when in the Prophet news for Moses a little bit, died, but... was she included in the list of people who died? I don't know. Mm, maybe. See, she had to have been in the spotlight then, right? You're dating a very Stop famous person. Stop uncovering holes. You got, you're, just, <laughs> you're, you're overthinking this too much. All right, moving on. So, have another drink. <laughs> Billie Jean Howard shows up. Well, she was in Murder House. She yes. played uh, exactly this. this now, scene. here's the thing. All the people whose noodles were bent that Queenie showed up and didn't recognize Russell Edgington or Iris. It was you. It's just your bent noodles. No, no. Someone wrote in on that. They must really be reeling now because you got Sally and Billy in the same fucking episode. All, the only thing different <laughs> is the hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's feeling the vibes of the hotel and says, this is a this is a hot spot of activity. Oh, phew. don't you know it. <laughs> so Liz and Iris show her to a room where she detects this masculine, restless energy. And, and she finds Tristan and Tristan refuses to talk to her or talk to Liz specifically. And then uh, Donovan shows up and remembers smelling blueberry pancake breakfasts because why not? Yeah. And during uh, all he has is memories of just the good times he had with his mother. Sure. And all the times she neglected him and made him take questionable hippie treatment. And he's probably getting molested by his (laughs) stepfathers. She had the time to cook blueberry pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. And that made it all worth it. Yeah, why not? That's what heaven looks like to a 30-something young man who's been spending 20 years with a vampire. It looks like Blueberry Pancake. Yeah. Endless Saturday mornings. Which, I gotta say, Saturday mornings are the best. Like, that's peak weekend. Right. Friday night, you're still kind of stressed from work. Sat- Sunday morning, you're dreading Monday. Saturday morning is is what freedom tastes, looks, feels, and smells like. <laughs> Um, so, so that's what heaven will look like for you? Well, you know, my Saturdays are pretty, I mean, I can't complain. I don't even have the Mondays to dread look. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm the wrong person to talk to about, uh, weekends. Like in another year, I'm going to be like Lady Grantham. What is a weekend? You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, what? I'm sorry. Very jealous. Everyone be jealous of Aaron. Would you just... resume the recap? <laughs> so, my theory was totally wrong. And this man is legitimately Liz's son and legitimately wants her in his life. So, I'm... that's great. I never wanted bad things for Liz. I just expected them. I wonder if he wrote it that way before the break to leave him the room to go dark if he wanted to. Like, it was ambiguous, and he's like, eh, I'm going to th- see how the wind's blowing. Oh, everyone loves Liz? Okay, we're going we're, we're gonna to shelve the bad plot and give her the good plot. I would love to know what the actual timeline for shooting is. For shitting? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I've never said, read anything, but there's shows more plotly, tightly plotted, like um, 
uh, I know Justified. I talked to the exe- one of the executive producers and writers of that, and he they were definitely writing the last episodes as the first episodes were being shot. Yeah, so, so I feel like when you get to the break, this stuff's already done. Yeah, yeah. But uh, not saying she doesn't deserve it, cause she definitely does. But Douglas, her son, introduced her to his wife Janice, and they're having a little girl. And they brought Liz in to see the child being born, and she got to cut the cord. It's so sweet. Yep. Um. Hopefully, Douglas took that job that he wanted yeah, in back- Colorado, selling backpacks in Colorado. Yeah, I think <laughs> support that new child's life. He opened up an REI, is what he did. Yeah, <laughs> and then Liz reveals that she's dying to Ramona. So that's kind of a downer. So that yeah. dragon cancer. <laughs> dragon cancer? No, there's that there's a new video game that came. So this is supposedly the saddest video game ever. Uh-huh. A father who's a video game developer and lost his three year old son to childhood leukemia. Yeah. Created a game about the experience. I know this. Called game. That Dragon Cancer. And I watched a trailer and I couldn't fucking keep it together through that. Really? Yeah. And oh. like ever, it's it's like the thing in the game reporting press is to play the game and talk about how it's destroyed you. So, uh, yeah, maybe I should. Maybe maybe I should. That's I don't know why. It's like I used to be scared inspired. to be afraid. You know, like that's why I didn't like scary movies and stuff. And now I'm completely. You're scared to be afraid. I was. Now I'm like I I, I enjoy it. Now I'm kind of afraid to be like I don't I if I find a movie that I think is going to make me get super emotional, like I don't want to watch it now yeah like those oh. movies have to surprise me like going into it like i'm not gonna watch <laughs> like sobbing in a... lame is uh in the theaters <laughs> well i knew about lame is but lame is caught me the caught me the first time i thought the second time through i'd be i'd be strong <laughs> nope nope can't can't get through it so yeah i don't want to play that game or that sobbing, maybe I through, sobbing through all the commercials in the uh super bowl you know what if we're gonna air dirty laundry i'm no i'm saying i'm right there with you <laughs> I know. It's surprise. I mean, it's the thing now to go for the feels. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with crying. Like, I just find sex it, doesn't sell anymore. You got to go right for the heart. I find the physical sensation of the crushing weight on my chest and the the water leaking out of my ocular cavities. It's very <laughs> unpleasant. The snot pouring out my nose. It's just it's you know I'm not a, I'm not I'm not too much of a man to cry. I just don't enjoy the process. Yeah, no, it's supposed to feel good to let it out, but it actually physically is just very. Gives you a headache, you know, yeah. your face gets all red, and yeah. just, you know, everything's puffy. Sure. No, I hate it. Never crying again. So Liz tells the ghost gang the, oh, I was going to compare them to the Scooby-Doo crew, but I don't remember what that group's called. Just the mystery machine. The mystery just a wagon. car. Yeah. Yeah. So Liz tells all the ghosts that she is the first woman to die of prostate cancer, which probably isn't true. Yeah. Um, it's travel to her spine. Mm. Speaking of cancer killing people. We know, Liz, you should have been seen to doctors since like you were 40. We also lost... I got that to look forward to next year, by the way. We lost David Bowie and Alan Rickman this week, which we need to address here. Yeah. Everybody check your buttholes, especially if you're a man. <laughs> they didn't die of prostate cancer. I don't know, everyone, every man that has died in the last year has died of prostate cancer. Just... You should check your buttholes out. Just don't get cancer. Get guys. your glands fingered by a doctor. <laughs> Have them tell you, because it's that's the thing. Prostate cancer, like the most treatable cancer there is. Oh really? Yeah. 
Like if you catch it early and you get it treated, it's like very great, very good prognosis. Oh, that's good. Everyone get checked up regularly by a doctor, period. Sure. Um, so she asks that they all kill her together so that she can make use of the fact that, A, she has a million murder weapons and she's, mm-hmm. B, has always fantasized about all of them being used on her at once. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Why would you want to die that way? Just... Uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess it has to be Sally, violent murder, right? Sally's stabbing him right in the heart with the with the yeah. heroin needle and just being shot I mean, and stabbed and, and axed in the back of the head. I mean, just There's this one book I read die. called The Metamorphosis of Prime Intellect. It's about the um, technological singularity, mm-hmm. which is like when super advanced AI, we can upload all of our brains into computers and then we live in this kind of like everyone permanently lives. They've shed their physical bodies and they live in this matrix-like utopia. That's all inside this massive supercomputer. And there's these um, people that do stuff for hobbies, kind of like extreme sports. They call themselves death jockeys. And they compete to have the most painful and elaborate deaths that they then instantly recover from. But they go through the sensations of like, you know, I'm going to die of rabies, un- completely untreated. or I'm Wait, going- how do you simulate that? What this do you is mean? Is a game you're saying? No, no, it's your it's it's inside a it's inside like a matrix like construct. This is a real thing. No, it's not a real thing. It's a it's it's science fiction. It's a book I read. Oh. Yeah. I don't think you said that. Uh, yeah, it's a science fiction <laughs> book called The Metamorphosis of Prime Intellect about the technological singularity, which has not happened yet. Um but yeah, these these people do that and it's like kind of you know, it's like I guess two hundred years ago if people said there's gonna be this machine called an airplane, it's gonna go up ten thousand feet and people are gonna jump out of this and then rely on a piece of silk to slow their ascent down to the extent that they don't get injured. And they're going to do that as if people would be aghast. But you never know well, what people are going to get up to. That's much, much different from simulating painful deaths. I don't know. that. It, I don't know. I feel like that there's a type of person that would be like, if I know for sure I'm going to come through this the other side, I want to be okay. Okay, doing that is different from just doing a thrill. To sur- that you'll definitely survive. From. I'm not saying I'm into it. I'm just saying that there is a certain. I think you're into it. This is the second time I've heard you mention this on a podcast <laughs> this month. <laughs> what? I think in the bald mood deliberation, you said I would love to go through this machine that where no, I can no, simulate no. So painful that's a deaths. That's a different How thing. Is that different? That's that a di- exactly that's, the that's same. like would I storm the beaches of Normandy or would I enter a burning building to save a child? Like to to know that about yourself, whether you're a coward or not, that would be an interesting experiment. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, they all choose a murder weapon, and they're just about to do it when Elizabeth shows up to help her transition for the last time. What do you think about that? Waka waka. I don't I don't like Liz. I mean I mean what? So, whoa, 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 sorry. You take it back. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I don't like the countess. Um and I I get I don't know. You've got these things where people like I guess I've never had one of those friendships where like someone really brutally fucked me over in my life like stole money from me or stole a girlfriend or ruined my career or killed a loved one of mine and then that's kind of like what we and then i just forgive them like that's what we, it's like oh well that's kind of how we do you know well she's well she's, she's the be... countess what are you going to do so it's like i'm like fuck her i mean yeah. she's a ghost you're not gonna be able to stop her but she's but... so fabulous 
And you're going to be stuck there for eternity together. So yeah, well get I mean, the that's forgiveness the out of the way. It's, it's kind of like the whole death jockey situation. It only seems strange or weird if you it don't only, buy the premise. It only makes it more unconvincing that Liz would become a ghost because she's made peace with all these people she's been implicit in killing. Yeah. She got to run this business and tie up that loose end. She got to see her first grandchild being born. I mean, Liz couldn't have any less closure, or any but, more closure on her life than to make peace with Elizabeth right as she's going to kill her. Well, I think the thing that kept her coming back with, with Tristan, that was her unfinished business. <sighs> that was her what if that wasn't satisfied. Yeah. What if, what if Liz had moved on and gotten involved with someone else? <laughs> And then died, and it's like, oh, right, let's keep this thing going. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so Liz is standing over her dead body. All the other ghosts just fucked off. And Tristan finally shows up and says, I stayed away because, darling, you had more living to do. That is, He became a cowboy in the afterlife. Also, he matured 40 years. Like, he showed a remarkable amount of emotional maturity for, um, because... The real life Tristan, I think, would be like appearing to her every day. Just kill yourself. Kill yourself. Oh my God, we can be together. Just kill yourself right now. Oh my God, kill yourself. Why you, do you not even love me? Kill yourself. That's how Tristan would do. Yeah. I don't. But whatever. You know, this is this. Uh, this uh, was super emotional because yes, it's not realistic and it's not true to Tristan's character. But and maybe maybe one way you could frame this is this is actually lady gaga killed him in revenge and as he's dying i'm sorry as liz is dying as she is dying and the blood is draining from her brain this is her death fantasy because <sighs> it's almost too much wish fulfillment right right exactly and may, it may be the same thing with will drake this whole hotel thing and coming back to his family that's all him die. he's he's actually bleeding out slowly and, and these these are the last images of Liz bleeding out on her bed and and Will bleeding out, or John, rather, bleeding out on the sidewalk. Oh, you're saying that they never become ghosts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's good. But they didn't do that, Aaron. They didn't do any of the things. <laughs> didn't they? Um, Prove me wrong. So we flash for, forward to the year 2022 with Devil's Night again. Um Iris and Liz are in the bar commiserating. I wish Iris about... had consistently pronounced the devil, devil. That's my big regret from the season. Devil? Devil, yep. It's the devil's night. It's the devil's night, night, John. <laughs> um, and Billy Dean Howard is really having a ball doing lots of TV specials in the hotel. Oh, can you imagine how and... insufferable a psychic would be in a place like the Cortez? Yeah, especially for a business that's really trying to blossom uh-huh. after a very long run of P, that's not a doing real thing. Well. The supernatural tourism might have given them a shot in the arm. I I don't know why they're bitching so much about it. I guess it's just yeah, they're it. over it now. What are they gonna do? It's like, hey, we're about to get our you know cultural significance status, and they can't fuck with us anymore. So this is really just unseemly. All this attention we're getting, kind of want to be left alone. Yeah, so, I don't know. I hope they got their stars, and now they're done getting stars. Mm-hmm. And John arrives! Yay! Yep. So, Billy Dean Howard shows up in John's room, uh, room 64, and we find out that he was discovered as a Ten Commandments killer, 
and he went on the run with his family, staying in motels and eating shitty dogs. And and then Scarlett, of all people, says that they have to go home to the Hotel Cortez. So Scarlett's a weird little girl. She really is. I mean, I guess circumstances have forced her to be one, but damn. Okay, so John is explaining the significance of Devil's Night to Billy G. Billy Dean? Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. And um, then she immediately betrays him to Darth Vader. <laughs> and so she agrees to leave her crew for a peek at the Devil's Night feast. Um, good or bad decision? I just, I, all I'm thinking of is I'm watching this at home and I'm seeing Billy put her hand into the air and be led up by a courtly and nothing you can't see any of this right (laughs) i'm like what if i were watching that on tv i would just be like this is so this is so soap opera well what's hilarious is that's how because i've watched a couple of these ghost hunters and that's kind of how it is it's just people fucking creeping each other out in dark rooms with low light amplification gear and (laughs) and ekg shit that doesn't mean anything it's like I mean, that's the brilliant part is they're positing, like, what if this is actually legit? Yeah. What if they're actually recording these and this is how it would look on TV? Right. So I, I had this moment of, like, skeptical absurdism. That, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, um, if I can let all that go and just enjoy a, uh, a, a, an American Horror Story arc, it's like, I don't understand why people in the – I get written into leftovers. Like, I can't get over the religious imagery. I'm like – just because you don't believe God isn't real doesn't mean you can't use your imaginations like Mr. Roger tried to teach you years ago to pretend that you exist in a world that he does. And then, like, yeah, I I'm, I feel sorry for you people going to watch The Hobbit and, and Spider-Man and The Avengers. Like, that must just, just be terrible for you. Yeah, that's what I used to be like when I was a child. Really? Uh, yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't get over... Well, yeah, I mean, you see a cool, really cool movie in this make-believe place, and you just desperately want to live in that time and place. But yeah. I thought you were saying as a child you couldn't use your imagination, and I was about to... No, I couldn't stop using my imagination. My mom locked me up for a while. Mm. (laughs) So... That gave you the dark edge that you needed to kind of balance all that stuff out. To do what I'm doing today. (laughs) So, Billy Dean... I think her name is Billy Jean, actually, but... Now I'm not sure. What well, I don't. Know. I wrote that's, it two that, different that ways. Sounds a little not my lover to me. Billy Jean is a psychic, so she's sensing. Billy, everyone's saying Billy Dean in the feedback. If that helps you, Billy Dean. All right, so yep. I just wrote it wrong here. So she's like a relative to Jimmy Dean, the sausage magnate. That's how she got all the money to do her psychic investigations. Exactly, it's fueled by sausage. Uh, yes. So she's sent his screams like a rock concert in the walls, and I just said that like McGee. And so she realizes who's there in the room is mm. um, John Wayne Gacy and what's his name? Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. And Eileen Mornos and Warnos. Richard Ramirez show up. And the Zodiac she, still chilling yeah, with his hood. Just, just chilling. Just hanging out. Yep. Um, and she's handed a mysterious green drink and just, no questions, just drinks it. Yeah, it worked for John. <laughs> well, John was also a murderer. <laughs> he so didn't know it at the time, though. He knew. Maybe Billy Dean is also a murderer. 
And JPM shows up. So now that they've got her nice and tripping balls, they sit her at the table and handcuff her just like they did to John and probably a bunch of other people and just scare her into stop into not doing specials at the hotel anymore or even coming or talking about it to Shirley MacLaine, who's got to (sighs) be dead, right? Oh, yeah. How old is Shirley MacLaine? She's very old. Maybe Carrie Fisher's taking up the torch. I'm just saying, it's 2022. You think you could find a more current uh-huh. reference? Uh-huh. Um, and then Ramona arrives to drive the point home that she can leave the hotel so she can make good on the promise. Because that's the thing. Billy started getting a little sass. She started yeah. getting a little sassy saying, oh, well, you guys are ghosts. You can't leave the hotel, so I'm going to tell everybody. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And Ramona comes in. Well, you'll have to deal with me. Except for she says a way cooler. What's Ramona's deal? What do you mean what's Ramona's deal? Why is she content just to be a pawn and whatever the I hotel people's schemes know. are? I don't know. I would... She can just leave. Like, why didn't the Countess kill her? Why didn't... I mean, she f- fucked the pain away literally last episode. Yeah. And now she's just cool to hang out at the Cortez. Like, I here's the thing. I don't need a reason to hang out at the Cortez. The Cortez seems pretty cool. Like, the first half of this episode, you were convinced she was dead. Yeah. I thought she's going to be a glampire ghost. Ramona just not did not get her due justice, no. I believe. And, 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 and honestly, Angela Bassett criminally underused. This, she this needs season. a Netflix special. <laughs> Something. Um, like, honestly, yeah, Ramona Flowers. Just oh, wait, not Ramona Flowers. Sorry. Uh, Ramona Royale. Royale. We need cheese. a Royale, Roy, Ramona Royale series. Yes. Yep. That's what it would be called, Ramona Royale. The cheese cheese. is included in the premise. We just need the Ramona Royale. It's the implication. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So uh, a woman who's too drugged to see straight or stand up goes running and screaming out of the hotel. And then we get John, and he is coming back to visit his family. Or goes back to room 64. Mm Mm-hmm. Where that camera crew was left. And <laughs> they get him time to blow out. Yeah. So he goes back to the room where, um, what's her name? Alex and Holden are sleeping. Mm-hmm. And Re- Scarlett's visiting them. Because on the one night that he comes back from the dead to be with them as a family, <laughs> they make their daughter watch them sleep on the bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other things. Like Holden can't stay up past his bedtime that one night. It's nighttime. Yeah. Like, this is when they're awake. Yeah. They sleep during the day. Right. I feel like no one likes John except for Scarlett, and they're just pretending to be asleep. Come on. Do you, do you, do you, I, I, he's look, back, he's at he's the back. door. I can hear him fumble with the lock. Get in the fucking bed. <laughs> Shut your eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hate I just, I don't like anything about that. Yeah, the John ending I thought was kind of bullshit. Yeah, for all of them. But Scarlet gets to not be stuck with everyone, so that's true. She's doing okay. Well, I just don't know how you how. So what's that like to be a normal? I mean, it's kind of like Shades of the Munsters, right? How they had the one teenage daughter who was like perfect in every way. Yeah. Um, but I guess the Munsters didn't really murder people. Like that was the they they were maybe Grandpa did. I don't know. It's a long. <laughs> this is a long time ago. It's, it seems like a fever dream. But yeah. I don't understand Scarlett's relationship with these people that are hardcore murderers. Now, I feel like that the implication also... Well, no, he was feeding them people, just people that he thought deserved to die. Okay, yeah, here's the problem I had, is that... Well, 
There's, it's a couple point, mm-hmm. couple bullet points here. Um, when JPM had him finish the Ten Commandments killings, he said that he had more work for John to do. We never got to see what that was or hear what that was. Well, he didn't kind of wave it away when he had the ghost conference where he said, I actually feel very complete now. So everybody else can just, just because I feel good can just Sure, but the reason why John didn't complete his work is because he rejected being a serial killer so that he could be with his family. So why would you come back to the hotel every night for this serial killer feast? Because that's or the every only, devil's like, I, I don't know. That's the only way you can. There, I mean, there, it's not... there are some unanswered questions. Like, how does JPM control the addiction demon? Why not just have the Edward Mordrick come and visit his family? I mean, yeah, it's like so there's some kind of warlock. I wish they, they I wish they'd gotten played a little bit more like he his role with the occult. Yeah. Like maybe he was an honest to God kind of like warlock. In the same way that Billy Dean is a psychic with the air, you know, that, but that's a, you know, we're living in a pretend world where ghosts and vampires, all that <laughs> shit can happen. Like he, he's got some way to, some kind of spell that makes this place special. But I feel like we, you know, he's created this nexus of un, of, of life and death that you can easily slip between that veil because of all the killings he's done on this property. Right. So maybe that's why they can all get there because the veil between the life and death has been just, it's just a tatters. It's more like a bead curtain than (laughs) Cortez. And then on devil's night, which is the, I mean, that's kind of like supernatural lore that on Halloween that like that, that those, that that barrier is even further weakened that even people didn't die in the Cortez can come back and kind of home in on that beacon. But I'm making a lot of shit up. I you mean, are. it's it's based in ghostology. <laughs> but what are you going to do? I've read too much Dresden Files. <laughs> so He performed the Dark Hollow a long time ago, and that's why all these ghosts can come back. No one gets that reference. I will read the Dresden Files. Uh, Elizabeth is seen in the hotel bar. Looking amazing in that dress. Mm-hmm. And she is continuing to prey on Valentino lookalikes. Is that the is this a dress she had where she had just the two strips going down her boobs? Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like that wasn't very flattering for her type. Well, again, I, I've said this a hundred times, but it worked for me and it worked for her. Yeah, okay. Well. It's not about you. Yeah, that's not, not the not the Aaron trapping dress. <laughs> I'd have been like uh, bypass. Of course, she wouldn't be. Oh, really? Yeah. So if Lady Gaga came to you in that dress, you'd say hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you know I have. If if there's one thing I have, it's jawline for days. Yeah, I have a J. I have Underneath a, that beard, there's I have a jawline an iron, for days. <laughs> I have an iron giant jawline. <laughs> so that's it. That's all the hotel horror story you got. Yeah. How do you feel? I felt good. I felt like this is maybe now the best season that I've seen. I don't think it's as scary as uh, on average as Coven, but it had, I felt, a better resolution. You felt a better resolution from this season? Yeah. Because, like, the facts never line up, and they never really matter, but it's, like, your emotional connection to the characters. Like, I felt like the Freaks thing was fatally compromised last year because... I just couldn't figure out, figure out who I was supposed to root for. The people I was supposed to root for, I didn't like. Yeah. And I felt like the Evan Peters, I've warmed up the fact that this JPM, like he got shouty and screamy, but it all, I don't know. Like JPM so over the top that I felt like it suited that character in a way that Lobster Boy, whenever he just started 
feeling strong emotion, just start screaming and yelling, and it was like a yeah. caricature. This is definitely my favorite Evan Peters character. Yeah. So I guess I and and I had big problems with Alex, but it had been a big problem with like this finale had centered around Alex, because I didn't feel any sympathy towards her at all. But she was yeah. a background character in all this. I didn't really care about John, but I kind of cared about. I, the John stuff didn't really work for me at all. I, I kind of felt like they could have just ended with Liz and I didn't need to go back. But I'm wondering if this John stuff isn't going to connect somehow to further f- – because he seems like to now enjoy playing with the idea of having all these universes mixed together. And what you said about Holden and Scarlet, there's no way not, – not, not, not Lachlan Holden. and Scarlet. Lachlan and Scarlet, there's no way that's an accident and that's not going to be significant later. Right, because they, they mentioned the name of the school twice. Yes. To make sure that we got it. Um. I read a really interesting theory about the connection of the seasons, Mm -hmm. and that is that they are all the circles of hell, a la Dante's Inferno, Hmm. that we're just going through the circles, which is interesting. Sure. This is a sixth season, so we could have three or four more seasons. Uh-huh. If you want to go that route. Um, but other than that, I think the, c- the connections are really loose. Yeah, I do feel like this is the season that I feel like the Murphy can probably do these. Like, he doesn't seem to be running out of steam in the same way that he was in Glee and some of the other stuff that he's done. Like, but, being but... able to reinvent it every year. Like, you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. But I don't feel like that he's... Like, even... Freak Show had some solid ideas, and the fr- I thought that the fr- the best part about Freak Show was the real life uh, freaks, you know, quote unquote freaks that they had on. Like that really added an interesting dimension to the show. Yeah, and I definitely would be interested to see them come back. Yeah, especially Paul the Seal. And, and I, this is a controversial opinion. I kind of liked having Jessica Lang off the show. Like that seemed like free the show from being. It, it it felt like a more like a really genuine ensemble cast. Whereas all the ones I've seen with her, she's as vamping and chewing the scenery, and everything's about her. Yeah. And maybe I'm kind of glad that Angela Bassett wasn't central because I think she could have in this role easily dominated too. But having you know like the Dennis O'Hares have a, a chance to shine. Well, and I mean, even Iris had a chance to shine. That's and, true. It's like the same thing happened with Lady Gaga this year. But they didn't make her the central focus point of every storyline. Exactly, always. she felt like she dominated, but her particular arcs, and she should. Like yeah. if you are given an arc, you should dominate that arc. But to dominate the whole damn season, and that's the other thing. Like I've all the American Horror I saw with Jessica Lange, it was the same. Uh, essentially, formerly hot woman is losing her bloom, and what the fuck is she going to do about it? Like, and that's pretty one note. Like, I felt in the t- maybe she's different in the others, but those I felt like we explored all that we need to explore in the two seasons I saw. Now, if she comes back next year, um, I'm hoping that they find a way to keep the ensemble feel. But I kind of liked having Lang not, and I and some people were like really gagging for a cameo in this episode. I didn't, I didn't miss that at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I did hear some rumors that Jessica Lange might come back. You know, I saw a movie with her. I can't remember the name of it. That was on HBO 
a few days ago from yeah. the 1980s. The Jessica Lange looked amazing. Yeah. Well, and she still looks good for her age, sure. but she's just not the same person that she was in 1985. Well, Kurt, you know, Kurt Russell's not even. I mean, I, you compare Kurt Russell in that movie to Kurt Russell in, like, uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah. He's a completely different guy. Yeah, absolutely. So the thing that they do with Jessica Lange is they, they make her the focal point of these seasons and then they just get the like light, bright white light intensity that she's being lit from the top onto her face. Yeah. It's just, they probably blew all those light bulbs. So that's <laughs> why they couldn't have her this season. They're, I mean, having her on the show is fine. She's great. But just trying to tell us that she's still like this super sexy young thing by just scotch taping her face back. Just have her be herself and have her not be... The bitch or the mother or the the film star who's still got a shot. Yeah, I mean, she can be a supporting character like all these people are. Yeah. I just don't want her, like, if she comes back, I don't want her to be the star. Because it, it seems like this show works best when there isn't a star. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have that many people in cameos and storylines and yeah. just... Especially if you're going to have her do, like, if she needs to be doing more interesting things. Yeah. So, all right. You want to talk about any closure that you wish you would have had in this season, or no? You just want to keep the well. Let's 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 listen to the, what the fans have to say because I think they address a lot of that. And if they miss anything, okay. then we can we can uh, have our final moments at the end. All right. Uh, Hef says I liked how things are wrapping up, except there's absolutely no explanation or wrap up for JPM's quote unquote plan for John. You'll recall that Jeff, mm-hmm. the Hef has been the American Horror Story whisperer this season. I do recall. I think he's a little tweaked that his. Uh, theory that the uh somehow jpm would ascend or abscond with uh, john's body didn't come to pass well, i mean and that's our fault for getting our hopes up to think that ryan murphy would give us some consistent storyline right because he says as he says it's fucking weird to go through the whole season with that and then ignore it in the finale i agree i agree yeah uh i think they i don't i think they did address it but it was very I mean, much even... just like you know that thing i was thinking of well it turns out i don't need it anymore yeah even the last episode set us up for something great the way that jpm stops sally and he's like sure. here's your addiction demon's gonna be with you forever if you don't let us complete this plan so yes so did he get rid of her addiction demon this episode well, but they did complete the they did complete the plan which was the 10 commandments deal it would have been funny if she had thrown her heroin kit out of the window and then you see her throw the kit, but what actually is falling is the addiction demon. That would have been pretty fucking sweet. But as far as I know, she's still got the addiction demon raping her whenever JPM well, no, says maybe, it's okay. Yeah, you're right. That would have been a great visual to let her know, to let us know that she was free. Because he threatens her with it kind of horrifically in this episode. Yep. Um... Half continues, I think it was really cool how they bookended the Devil's Night thing with John, having him die on the grounds and only able to come around once a year. Guess now he's ready to join the party. Looking forward to listening to you and Cecily go on about how you hated to see the serial killers again, though. Well, there's where you're wrong, Hef. Your theory is falling apart once again. I Yeah, that's the least problem I had with this episode. As soon as they had it's John Carroll, as John Gacy, say, we like to make them love. I'm I fucking <laughs> lost it. Like my fan. Did he do that boy, on purpose? He had to have. Make him He's the so best part. Oh, it's so good. Like yeah. my fanboy thermometer is like one of those cartoon thermometers that like goes all yeah. the way to the top and <laughs> explodes. Yeah. That's what happened when he did that. <laughs> I, I blacked out for a minute. I had to you had to get smelling salts to recover. <laughs> um and it's that single handedly 
made the serial killer thing worth it, I think. Yeah, Again, some insensitivity, no doubt, but... I don't know. I, I, the way they brought it around, I liked it, and and it made the kind of that stuff retroactively a little bit more impactful. Yeah, and Lily Robbie is enjoying her role as Eileen. She's doing. She's still good, killing scary. it. She's still killing it. Yeah. And then we got to see the uh, Richard. What is it? Richard Ramirez. Yep. Um, who we're gonna see in Banshee when we start covering that show again? Is he? Wait, he's. Yeah, he's the. He's the. I thought he died. Well, yeah. You got to watch a lot of Banshee this weekend. We got to catch get, up to get, on that. To get, to get, to get, because uh, you know we. That's He's the thing. He's the one that died. I so I I so many of the Indians huh. died last year. Native of the Native Americans. All right. Well, I just want to throw another Banshee plug in there. <laughs> All right. We are obviously very qualified to watch Ban- the, the podcast to watch on it. Banshee. To podcast yeah. on it, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have our certification test coming up this weekend. Nikki P says, thought it was a pretty good ending. Wrapped up nearly everything I was wondering about. Wants to know if Ryan Murphy is turning over a new leaf. Or are there new writers this season? They seem to be in complete control the whole time. I don't know about complete control, but they definitely had guardrails that kept them from just going off cliffs into the uh, ocean. Um, they had physical control of the vehicle. They did. They, they did. They off into the ocean. They did. Uh, one thing, I the only thing I can't reconcile is that people came to know that John was with his wife and two kids, even though Holden was kidnapped years before. Wouldn't that be one of the strangest parts of the low mystery and something for the psychic to ask about? Wouldn't it? Good question. Sure. Oh, you poor face. What? You're just, you're so happy about this episode. And then I pointed out, and then the fans are pointing out some things that I see the light dying in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Like the Terminator getting crushed in the compactor. Um, yeah, I guess. I, I I don't know. Yeah. I guess I maybe the the thing about dismissing the psychic thing that like I completely switched off my critical part of the brain. I'm like, "Okay, well she's a psychic. Uh I'm not going to really analyze what questions she would ask." So, I don't know. You got me. Michelle from Eureka uh says she loves or how much do I love this Sally's handle on the social media sites? Was Sally that girl? And if you didn't know, we opened up the episode with the uh, uh, sound bite that she included from that song, uh-huh. Sally, That Girl. Um, I wasn't familiar with it, so I didn't love it as much as you did. But I imagine if you were, it was your, your, maybe your fangirl thermometer exploded at the top of your head. Are you talking to her or me? Her. Okay. Because you weren't familiar either, right? <laughs> no, I was absolutely not familiar. I'm t- it's but me it's... and Michelle having a conversation here, all well, right? Well, then stop looking me in the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle's not here. Can you channel can you channel Michelle like Billy Dean? I can't because I'm not familiar with that song. <laughs> <laughs> um she also says Also re- the spirits in here are just deafening. They are. Yeah. They won't shut up. Yeah. Uh she gets the she she answers Hef's question and says the same thing we have that during JPM's speech he mentioned that um his plans for John was to have him do the Ten Commandments murder and then hand over the reins and retire. Um, and he's happy in his new murder-free existence. So I guess that speech was before John got caught. So John was still going on a murdering spree. He was just murdering for good. Yeah. So that's why JPM, I wonder if JPM feels different. Well, I guess now that no, he... he was murdering to get blood for his that's family. And he was also only murdering people that quote-unquote deserved it. Well, yeah. 
If we're going to just designate people to be the judge of other people well, in yeah. terms of their mortality, then sure, sure that's sure. what he was doing. You know, in Hollywood terms, this is just straight up vigilant. He, you know, everyone that died deserved to die. Although the one guy that he killed at the end where he actually got killed, it seemed like his crime was he was a drug dealer, maybe? He was just across the street from the hotel. That was his crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone, anyone hanging around to Cortez is obviously no good. Yeah. They're obviously carrying heroin because that's what you think people do near the hotel. Hmm. Just ready, ready to go. I wonder how hard it would have been for a registered medical doctor to start with some money from the hotel to start like a blood bank. You know, like a not-for-profit driving around a wagon, have people donate blood, and it just goes, you know, they, they divert like a fraction of that to feeding her and Ramona and Holden. And the rest of the vampire children. Mm -hmm. Like, that seems like there's a lot easier ways to do it than just to murder pets and people on the street. And she's, again, she's an MD, so... Who? Alex. Oh, right. She's the registered medical doctor. Yeah, like, she could have started this whole thing and, like, you know, worn the white lab coat and say, you know, like, uh, I'm... I'm Host monthly blood drives at the hotel. Right outside Cortez. the Cortez, yeah. And, yeah. you know, again, you got to dev- devote most of that to the actual hospital, but. Yeah, but you can slip three bags sure. into a refrigerator, and that's, yeah. that's a lot of blood. Plus, Ramona's already got infected with vampire chicken pox, whatever the fuck that is. So maybe they can take, <laughs> like, all. They can. Any blood that fails, like a hepatitis C screen, they're just, like, guzzling all the, the bad blood or something. I don't know. Yeah. That would have been an interesting. It's kind of like your idea with the the uh the addiction demon uh-huh. that might have been more interesting but coulda woulda shoulda yeah what are you gonna do um we should have a whole section every end of every american horror story season <laughs> called coulda woulda shoulda <laughs> yeah monday morning monday morning we'll, show running we'll be like those um those muppets characters <laughs> <laughs> the the balcony guys yeah the critics yeah waldorf and what's his face uh astoria astoria yep Wald- waldorf and salad um <laughs> I just so here's the crux of it, of Michelle's criticism. I do question a qualification for becoming ghost at the hotel. Donovan died outside a hotel and was safe from being trapped there forever. Sally was pushed out the window and died in the alley or street and ended up becoming ghost. What's the difference between the two? Why Sally, not Donovan? Do you have a theory on this? Because I do. I just feel like that's part of their property still. Like that iron, I think the key is there's a wrought iron fence that like bisects the sidewalk. And like if you die. Just in the front, yeah. Well, I mean, who's to say it doesn't go around the side of the building? Well... Like, if you fall in the fence, uh, and that... Within the fence, not on sorry, the fence. Sorry, uh, yeah, that's just a horrible visual just, you just gave me. Well, the thing is, is they were in the street properly, not on the sidewalk. Yes. Sally was also properly in the street, but... Was she? I still feel like that was... You know, I think that's still their alley for, like, deliveries and things. Maybe. Is it shared space? Like there's probably real Safe property lines where public, you know, yeah. So I, I kind of think that you can excuse a lot of that just by hand waving in that direction. Yeah. Um, speaking with Sally again, I was horrified by that first person perspective of the addiction demon literally getting ready to screw her with a rotating screwing drill bit dildo. I can't imagine the terror of being in her position at that moment. Although counterpoint, there's got to be one person watching that with the "that's my fetish" reaction, right? Sure, yep. All right, just saying. Might not be a woman. I don't think it was Sally, though, so that's no, an important Sally thing Sally was not into the drill, the chrome drill bit uh, uh, torture monster. stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, Liz Cancer's diagnosis nearly killed me. I love so much that she came into her own as a grandmother, something she always wanted, and then received a death sentence right behind it. I hated seeing her throat being slit, but I did love her rebirth and reunion with Tristan. Uh, I felt we could have done without another Devil's Night dinner gathering. The whole arc with Billy Dean being threatened by the killers seemed so unnecessary, and why did they put so much time into her presence at the hotel anyway? I'd much rather they had used that time to give closure to Bartholomew or to give us more Elizabeth scenes before the end of the show. For fuck's sake, it was a finale, and we barely saw the arguably lead character this season. Once to slit Liz's throat and to have her rebirth bookend moment with her, and then in the final scene. Even if they had given her more uh, closure on Ramona, I would have been happier. I was okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she goes, don't get me wrong. I do love the crossovers from previous seasons. I just feel like that that was a little excessive. I feel like Elizabeth got her closure last episode. Like, she got her... She got killed. Yeah, she got her comeuppance that she went to yeah. this dinner with JPM and she's crying. She's upset. She's stuck. But this is my life look at now. what she's done to everyone else. Look I at thought... your life. Look at your choices. Yeah. Uh, she closes, Michelle does, uh, with, I need more Liz Taylor in my life. Spin off, please. Iris and Liz's hotel adventures. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes I wonder, like, when fans say stuff like that, like, I'm reminded of, like, the Lone Gunman spinoff of the X-Files. Like, sometimes you got just enough of what you looked or what you're looking for. But then again, there's also Better Call Saul. So who knows? Who knows? Do you trust Ryan Murphy to spin off these characters and devote enough time to it to make it interesting? No. So. But I'm also sad that we're not going to see Liz Taylor anymore. Yep. What about a one-shot movie? Why? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I like. I. I feel like leaving them want, leaving you, leaving the audience wanting more is by far the the line that you want to fall on versus giving them too much. Yeah. Uh, Tusa says, well, I'm officially in love with Dennis O'Hare. Liz Taylor is one of the most memorable creations in the history of television and deserves as many accolades and this awards as it is possible to True receive. Blood I was wondering, I was going to say, Tusis, if you love Dennis O'Hare, you've got to watch at least, was it seasons three, four, season? and five? Season three and five of True Blood. Yeah. Season... Yeah. Or maybe, it's, maybe it's season four and he's six. He's interspersed, but season four... And five are Russell Edgington heavy. But wait, the finale was season seven, right? Yeah. So we're actually talking about season six. No. Because season... we're watching season six right now, and it's all about Russell Edgington. Is it, is, are we watching six? I thought we were watching five. No, because the, the finale episode was... Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I withdraw. Just watch all of True Blood. Yeah, you should. It's a fun romp. I mean, if you're, if you're watching American Horror Story, like... The first few seasons of True Blood are legitimately good. They're yeah. actually pretty. They're they're very fascinating. Yeah. And then it just becomes a train wreck, and it's got it's yeah. got Dennis O'Hare in it. And it's in fun. full Dennis O'Hare mode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's great. It's really entertaining. Um, he they continue because I don't know Tusis. That's kind of gender neutral. Um, who knew that a season started such a grim, ugly, violent, disturbing first episode would end with a happy ending for pretty much everything? That is kind of. That's what I'm saying. The tonal shift in the show as it went through its evolution is shocking. It's like Ryan Murphy created was, these despicable people. Yeah, I was and, very turned off by the premiere. Yeah, and then just as it went along, he kind of fell in love with his, his own characters. And he's like, yeah. no, I want better for you. Yeah. Uh, not a perfect season for me, despite a few loose ends, such as Bartholomew, the vampire, vampire children. A satisfying final episode. Eager to hear what we have to say. Uh, well, I hope we didn't make you sad. 
because that was a fear you had. I would I would hate to make people sad. Yes. It's not my mission statement. No. Uh, George S. wants to know, where's the dead ghost witch? Where is Queenie? Oh, yeah. See, there's a lot of ghosts that didn't show up. We didn't get Naomi Campbell. We didn't get the witch. Well, maybe Lily Rabby um, snuck in through the murder hole in the basement and took her body and buried her in some peat moss and... Then she got resurrected. We'll find out next season. We will. Like, I feel like <laughs> whenever they cancel American Horror Story, they need to have in some kind of lockbox the budget for the final season where he just brings all the universes together. And it's like a bat. It's like a battle royale for wh- which season comes out on top. Yeah, that would be pretty freaking sweet. Um, it's just some apocalyptic last season. Yeah, because you, you could get into the situation where all the actors you had in season one are suddenly huge A-list movie stars right. by season five. I've seen it happen, and then you can't continue anymore. Uh, who is taking care of Bartholomew? George wonders, where is Ramona's purpose now? Ramona's purpose, I, I mean, that's a legit point with the Bartholomew stuff, but like, what do we need to know about him that we don't know already? I, I feel like just want to see his creepy face again. Like, if, do you need to know that he's dead? Do you need to know that he's being cared for? Like, I guess I didn't. Like, I just, it's just the whole thing is just so implausible to me. And it was a massive dead end as far as plot. Yeah. It, it served to get Alex back in her good graces, but Alex turned out to be a massive dead end too. So, like, that whole yeah. branch just withered and died. I mean, the whole, the fact that she even had a baby is just insane to me. Yeah. With JPM, who was alive at the time. Yep. But she was a vampire. Uh, he also says, what the fuck are the terms of the addiction demon? Fair point. Again, I wish we understood more about JPMs. Like, they, there's there's probably a rich vein of a cult that they could have, you know, gotten a little true detective on there, and they didn't. Uh, he, said, he also complains that the answered questions no one asked, such as, where's Mr. Wu? Does Donovan love pancakes? What was the lumberjack sexuality? Mr. Gra- Wu doesn't pay for what? <laughs> <laughs> they grabbed a fistful of sass and pop culture and put it in the blender. No horror in this season unless you count the horrors of what they've done to vampires in fiction. Yeah, vampires need to file a class action lawsuit against... Glampires. Against uh, Murphy and uh, True Blood and Twilight. Oh. For what they've done to vampires. I think True Blood did all right. Yeah. Why? I enjoy True Blood. What problem do you have with True Blood vampires? Well, I'd have to have a whole whole other podcast. No, just name one thing right now. I think the core problem I have with the vampires in True Blood is they were they were broadly an allegory for for people's relation with homosexuals and homophobia, but it turns out the homosexuals are actually out to get us, and they are all there with they're all without question, without exception, bloodthirsty killers that you know want to bring us all down at their heart. Okay, that's pretty problematic the way they started and the way they ended. I think. All right, that makes sense. Um. But I yeah. thought you just meant by the way the the physicality no, was portrayed. No, 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 no. I don't okay. have any problem with their lore or anything like yeah. that. Um, let's see. On a good note, the hotel's theme seems to be popular, and because Martin Scorsese has cast Leonardo DiCaprio to play H.H. H. Holmes in his new film, H.H. H. Holmes, of course, is the one who admitted to killing 27 Devil in William the Wayne City. And the time surrounded the uh, 1893 World's Fair in Chicago, but is widely believed to have dispatched closer to 200 victims. Mm-hmm. Holmes built himself the perfect murdering machine in the shape of a diabolical hotel, since nicknamed the Murder Castle. He also suggested AHS Season 6 as American Horror Story DMV. Uh, DMV. 
Yeah, that would be interesting. That's funny. Sean T says, hey, Aaron, it's Leslie. I have a few things to get off my chest in the podcast finale. Am I the only one disappointed that it turned out so damn chipper? Not a single character got any ideally tragic ending. I held out hope until the last 20 minutes, only for John to make it to the hotel and die in time enough to stay on the premises after death. It also dawned on me how little I cared about his storyline altogether, and maybe Murphy cared even less. That Scarlet send-off? What the fuck? This episode had be written in almost the exact same time as the first episode. I found it painfully obvious. It just didn't feel American Horror Story enough for me. What do you think about that? Yeah, broadly agree. Like I said, he just, I think he fell in love with the story and didn't want it to be sad and horror-y, and, which is strange. You know, the other thing fighting against him is that he just made another show mm-hmm. kind of like this, Scream Queens, that was wildly popular. It mm-hmm. had a great finale, which I hear. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. And what future does American Horror Story have when we're rehashing the same characters and stories in different settings every year? And you have this other thing that's that's going well. Uh, he closes with, can you and Cecily please redo True Blood? I'm just not ready to let go of Russell Edgington or the kids. Damn kids. I doubt it. Yeah. But we do have uh, Banshee and uh, Penny Dreadful coming up. So. We do. And other things, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Nathan P. says, I can't take credit for this alternate ending that I saw on Reddit and had to share. Uh, and he quotes, as soon as John said they were going to send her away so that they, she could grow up as normal, he's speaking of Scarlet here, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to pull an ironic twist and have Scarlet grow up and return to the Cortez to murder her family due to neglect. So it would have turned out that the most neglected character in the season, and probably the series to date, ended up causing one of the biggest plot twists of the season. John would say, Scarlet, why did you have to become a killer? And then Scarlet would say, well, Dad, I guess it's just in my blood. And then Lady Gaga would emerge out of the shadows and say, did somebody say blood? And wink at the camera. Walk, walk, and then the season would be over. I've enjoyed the season a lot, both due to it being generally better than the last in terms of characters and focus plot and also your coverage. See you on the Banshee cast. Uh, we will see you on the Banshee cast. Once again, Banshee starts up its final season on uh, January 29th. It's a Banshee, Friday Banshee, night. Banshee. In the classic X Files spot on Cinemax, and we will resume our coverage of it the following Monday, February first. Banji, 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 I hope it doesn't suffer from the Cecily and Aaron curse. Yes, we are cursed, aren't we? If we cover final season, it's going to be a shit show. Uh, but I, I mean, that's the thing. Like Banshee's trajectory is not down, is not downward at all. It's, it's, it was still peaking last season. I thought. Yeah, you just can't fuck it up. Yeah, you just can't well, fuck you can. up super hot people having sex and killing each other, and just having super long action-packed sequences. I mean, yeah. I'm, when I'm just saying, you, it's really hard to mess sure. something up when you have such a perfect formula. Now, speaking of formula and full coverage and all that, I'm not sure how we're going to cover it because you know Jim and I have always had success on the more action-oriented shows such as Justified and 24 that are kind of like fun and it'll be a much more abbreviated version it won't be a a, I I don't know we're doing play by play I don't know we do a full recap because that can get kind of tedious it might just be uh you know there's lots the thing about Banshee is it's also fun to speculate on what's coming up next and like what the characters are doing and who's going to be the big bad and how's it's it's got Mm -hmm. that fun but the actual scene by scene breakdowns I'm not sure we might end up doing the quote-unquote half-ass cast on it right We'll see. We will see. Um, but so. yeah, that's uh, we'll have a brief two-week hiatus, and we'll be back on with the Banshee cast. We might I, I, actually. It's not a might. We will have a preview show for, for Banshee. Yeah, uh, and you can send in feedback to that at at, at Banshee at BaldMove.com. 
Um, it, I don't know how long it'll be um, because it's essentially every time we do a brand new show, you have to have something that, that gets iTunes to pick the show up. Right. Uh, so we're going to have that out. You're going to open up the forums.baldmove.com for Banshee Sure, Thread. we're going to create a whole category for it. So uh, we'll be trolling the feedback on the forums and also on our email. Trolling it. <laughs> we'll be trolling it. Like, uh, you know, not like internet trolls, but like trolling fishing troll. We're, f- we're fishing for feedback here ah. uh, to get to get the season started and to get our feed started. And then we'll be back uh, the next, The we'll be back that Monday, right. February 1st. With, with the the full meal deal. Yep, and then which might if, be a half ass cast. If you're only in it for American Horror Story, then we'll see you next season for American Horror Story: colon, Trump Presidency <laughs> <laughs> or DMV or DMV. I don't know whichever one he decides to go with this year. Uh, and with that said, we will see you hopefully in a couple of weeks. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Cecily. Bye bye.